In today's episode, we're speaking to Sadhana Sabarwal, a single mother who was on a law clerk salary and went on to become a multi-millionaire from property. Let's find out how Sadhana changed her life by changing her mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And guess what? I have the most amazing lady as our guest today for Friday Feature. She is awesome. Someone I came across about a year ago who blew me away with her magnetism, her amazing journey. And she's such a beautiful soul. And I can't wait to share her journey with you. You've heard how amazing she is from the intro. Let's welcome her. Welcome, Sadhana. Thank you. Thank you so much, Gold. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's such a pleasure to have you, Sadna. You are such an amazing person. So, Sadna, for everybody, just tell us what it is that you do at the moment. Right now, I do work full-time as a law clerk, but I've also been a real estate investor for the last 12 years, and that's where my journey began after my ex-husband left me. So. Oh. It's, it's, it's a journey. journey. It's a journey. And that's what we're going to explore today. And that's the whole purpose of today's call. So Sana, tell us, how does a law clerk um, get started into property and has a phenomenal journey that you have? You've, uh, you've, I think from one of the videos I saw, you've, you've uh, you know, sold, bought and sold 35 properties or something like that? Correct. Correct. Yes, that is true. So what happened was I got divorced separated over 20 years ago. My kids were like 9, 11, and 13 at the time. Wow. Uh, my ex-husband chose to go with somebody else, another woman will say. So we won't mm. go into too much detail there. But uh, um, so I had to figure out a way how to raise my children. I had to he figure out- He didn't support you financially? No, he did not. No. Okay, that's very common. So I just want to add that. I, and I basically, I, I had some similar circumstances. I had a nine-year-old and a five-year-old. And my partner the same, did the the, the, the men do pull financial, uh, you know, the financial card and they just refuse to pay. And this is not just saying the digger men. I'm just letting those women know who think that they can rely on the, the partners, the partners to, to you know, keep them afloat or keep them financially you know, stable, need to take responsibility for your own financial life. And that's, that's why I just want to highlight that. But please do go ahead. So what happened after? So were you working then or what, what was going on? I had started working about a year ago before that happened. And okay. thank God I was because I know I would not have been able to make the decision which kept my self-respect intact mm. if I did not have a job. Because with the job, at least I knew I could take care of my children. Mm. And especially when he said, oh, I don't have the money or I can't support. Mm. What do you do? What do you yeah. do? You need to own up to what you've done. Like these human beings that you brought into the world. They're my yeah. responsibility. Of yes, course. they were also his responsibility, but he chose to walk away. Mm. I'm not going to walk away from my responsibility. And that's where my journey began. So I never knew as a law clerk, I could also be investing in real estate. Mm. So one day a woman came into my office and she was renewing a mortgage. And I'm not sure if you guys have the same thing in UK or not, but 
she was renewing a mortgage and goal her mortgage payment was lower than my car payment. Mm. And it just, I looked at it and I was like, something does not make sense to me. And I just kept on asking her questions and questions and questions because I just did not understand how could someone's mortgage payment be like 350 bucks. Mm. It just didn't make sense. And that's where then I think she probably got tired of my questions and she invited me to her um, little club that she had started for people to learn real estate. Mm -hmm. And I started joining that club. I joined that club and I used to attend her meetings every Tuesday night, leave the kids at home. Yes, they were old enough in that sense, Mm. but um, I would go and attend those meetings and that's, how my whole process started right. before that I knew about mortgages because as a law clerk you know you do the paperwork but yeah. you don't really think past that yeah right um like you're a lawyer but you know what a clerk does hmm. they don't think anything yeah, they, they just do the admin work and they don't actually go into the details yeah of course yes right you you do your job and that's the end of it but that lady just opened my mind to so many different possibilities and then it just began it was just like you know I was learning just like a sponge just kept on attending those meetings and I just kept on learning and learning and then when you're in that environment as well mm-hmm. you are celebrating other people's successes as well yes, because you see oh this person bought a property oh they did it with no money down well this person did it they did it with a joint venture partner and once I got my one, so first property I found, I remember I looked at like 60 different properties. So one of the properties I looked at was a duplex. Mm-hmm. And there was another lady that I used to see at that place. And I was able to pull together a joint venture partnership. Mm-hmm. So that lady brought in the down payment. She brought in the qualification, like she was able to qualify for a mortgage as well. And we bought the property together. I did the work. I found the property. I found a property manager, got the tenants in and stuff. And we ended up splitting it 50-50. I was like, holy shit, this is possible. (laughs) And as soon as you do one, then your mind, I'm telling you, it just opens up to different possibilities. Mm -hmm. You just need that one deal under your belt to give you that boost of confidence. Hmm. And that's what happened. So I did that one. Then I ended up buying um, a six unit building. And that one was, uh, I found a seller that was able to give me financing because I knew as a single mom on a locker salary, I'm not going to be able to qualify for a whole of lot course, of money, yeah. right? So then I, um, I found a seller that was saying, okay, I'll give you a vendor take back mortgage, a seller financing. And uh, he said, okay, if you come up with 25% down payment, I'll give you 75% financing. I said, okay. Of course, my mind is working. Where am I going to get 25%? Where am I going to get? You start looking at everybody around you to see who's got money. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up um, to a family member and I said, can you lend me this much money? And they said, yes. And then I got the seller financing. And then I had to come up with closing costs, which was about $3,000 at the time. Mm -hmm. The point I'm trying to make here is, Think of how you can do it, not Mm. necessarily if you can do it, because that if is not even there. All you have to do is ask yourself the question, how can I do this? Mm. And this is important because if you don't think you can, the famous Henry Ford quote, if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. And if you think you can't, then if you say, oh, if I can, you're you're already blocking your, you know, yourself from even trying and finding the different possibilities or, um, uh, you know, or ways forward. So let this is great, but I want I want to dig a bit deeper, you know, Sadhana. 
when you were attending these meetings, at what point do you have a, you know, epiphany, you know, like, I can do this, I can do this, you know, that kind of mindset shift that is absolutely required. Before that, you were like, oh, that's not even possible. How is it possible? And then from that, that's not possible to this is possible for me. How did you make that journey? See, I think, like I said, you're seeing other people's successes. And then I remember one day, there's like four or five people, they drove to this small town. And it was about six or seven hours away from where I live. And then when they came back, they were so excited. Oh, my God, we're putting off on this one, we're putting an offer on this one. And now again, you're in that environment where everybody's excited. Mm-hmm. So it's not just <clears throat> it's not just me sitting in front of a YouTube channel or something or uh, watching an interview where the even though you feel the excitement, but you're not part of that excitement. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense or not. It does. So, it does. It, when you're part of the community and everyone you're celebrating other people's success is a completely different thing compared to just, you know, being a, a bystander and just watching, you know, so watching the parade, so to speak, you know, like, yeah, that's information. But there, I was part of that community. Mm-hmm. And I think when they came back, and I think some of the people shared the real estate agents they went with, and I actually ended up calling one of the realtors, and he sent me something like six minutes. And I remember I used to sleep with a notepad and a calculator. So then, um, I guess, as I was saying, so then one of the ladies shared the realtor that they had gone to see in um, the small city. So one of the things I actually learned was in the bigger cities, I couldn't afford it. Mm. I knew that mm. because let's say a property is worth 400,000, 500,000, even 300,000 mm. in order for me to come up with the down payment of 20%, that wasn't going to happen because mm. where am I going to get that from? So I went to smaller cities, which meant like, you know, the properties were, let's say a hundred thousand dollars. So mm. that 20,000 is a lot easier. <clears throat> doable. Yeah. It's doable, right? Mm. And that's why. So when this lady shared the contact that she had, the realtor, I ended up calling him. He sent me something like 60 listings that day. And and as I was saying, I would sleep with a notepad. I'm still old school, like calculator and notepad, not necessarily, you know, I'm going to do it on an Excel sheet or something. That's just not me. And I ended up putting in offers on about 13 or 14 different properties after looking at them. And just because my terms were so fixed that I needed someone to help me with the down payment or I needed someone to do the seller financing. I think I only ended up buying like three or something, but that's okay. Those three came without any money out of my pocket or very little money out of my pocket, which was the whole goal. Like at one time, the highest number of properties I owned was 18. Hmm. And right now when I count back, I'm at my property number 37. Hmm which is amazing for someone. And this is not me saying it. This is people saying it. Oh my God, you did this, you did this. Like, I feel like, yeah, okay. Once you start to do it, it is you, what it you is. Just carry on. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Okay. I completely get that. My question then is, uh, you know, so now that, you know, you've, now that you've crossed them, you've owned multi-million dollar properties and you've got to that level, what did that do for your self-esteem? What did that do for your um, confidence as a person? How did that change you, who you are, or, or how did how did that how do you mind having a you know how how did that impact your mindset? I suppose that's the question I'm getting at. Okay, so first of all, to be able to afford my children better, because for me, buying real estate was all about bringing an extra income into the yeah. household. 
It had nothing else, nothing else. I wasn't looking to be a property manager. I wasn't looking to be a property owner. My one and foremost goal was to bring money into my household. I mean, you know how expensive the kids are. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to share that. So you've got two, I've got three. Uh, I mean, mind you, they're older now. Two of them are doctors. One of them did his MBA. I'm done. Now I'm an empty nester. So that's where, you know, I've got different uh, stuff happening. Um, So as far as the mindset is concerned, uh, it just is all about doing something. And then you start to get the confidence because now you start believing in yourself. Yes. And I think the belief is the main portion about all of us. I think when an event, and that's a major event, a divorce, a separation, a huge event. It's a life-changing event. We're broken. Hmm. There is no other way to describe it. We're broken. And for us to get up from that spot and be able to come out victorious, it's a journey. And take it one step at a time without thinking anything else. And of course, you help yourself by surrounding yourself with people who can support you, whether it's family, whether it's friends or not. But that's where it all begins. And once you do something that you are proud of, then sky's the limit. Agreed. I want to ask you a question about the time when you, you know, when you did, were you going through a divorce and then eventually ended up, how was the time frame between you getting divorced, being told that there's no money there for the kids as well, which is uh, a bit of a shock to the system as well as not just for yourself, but the, the idea that you won't have enough money to feed your kids. It's one that, strikes at the core of your heart I know this firsthand so uh, you know how long between that and you attracted this opportunity and working out how to use real estate to bring additional income what was the time frame I would say for the first two years I don't even remember anything you know you just literally have a towel in your couch and you just ball in your eyes out, mm. right and then I got into another relationship which was also you know as you would say rebounds another day mm. right and once that, that was for maybe about five years or so. And then I said, you know what, what am I doing? Mm. What am I doing? And then I stopped and realized I need to work on me. Mm. Someone else is not going to complete me. Of course. Whether it was my first husband, whether it's my second relationship, that is not going to help me become who I need to become for my children. Mm. So I would say two years plus five years of just being in La La Land and then realized <laughs> This is reality. This is reality. Like, you know, for this person, like it's, it was just crazy. And, you know, and then I started doing, um, I actually ended up getting a line of credit on my house. So I started small. I'm not going to say go out and buy something. Oh my God, mm. crazy. But no. So I got a line of credit on my house. And then um, the interest rate at that time used to be around 6% for the HELOC. And then I would loan money out at 12 to 14%. So I was bringing in money that way. Then uh, once I started to learn how to invest in real estate, then it was a different ballgame. Then it's like you're in charge of your own situation. You're in charge of bringing in what you can afford to bring in, Mm. right? Yeah. Uh, and and, sky's, and and as you said, sky's the limit. And that is exactly where you should be focusing on. OK, what can I do um, you know, to bring in more income? It's, rather than playing the victim, you work out and say, OK, what do I need to do? And, and then the question is, OK, so universe, tell me, how do I do it? And the, the answers are always given, but you have to make the decision first. No, I want a better life. So you made the decision first after your second relationship ended. 
I need to work on me. I need to work on myself. Now, did you, this, this lady that you learned from, did you pay her? Did you invest in yourself as well? Did you learn? Uh, did you pay somebody to learn these strategies? Yes and no. So number one, when you're going, well, I should say, actually, it's only a yes, because even when you go to that meeting group, you were paying X amount per every time that you went. Mm -hmm. Then I went and joined some other real estate clubs. So yes, Mm -hmm. there is a membership fee, you know, you pay for the yearly. Then I did some work on myself on a spiritual level as well. Mm -hmm. So those are stuff where, you know, you'd go for a weekend course. Then I did some courses on speaking and communication. Mm -hmm. So all of that, yes, of course, there is an investment, but you're investing in yourself and that's the best investment you can do. I agree. I I totally agree. I think the amount of money I'm investing in my education, financial education as well, from trading to uh, online business to, and obviously because now I, I am a spiritual healer, but in order to get here, I had to learn the practices and go, go through you know, all the courses. Must be well over a hundred thousand pounds. Well over a hundred thousand oh, pounds. Easy. Yeah. Well, yours for pounds, maybe for dollars for me then. Yeah. Uh, I've never counted because you know what? It's like so many times my kids, because also like, don't forget, even though I'm saying I'm on property number 37, like right now I only own maybe seven or eight, Mm -hmm. but because along the way I had to sell them. Mm -hmm. My purpose for getting into real estate was to put my kids through school, university, right? Mm -hmm. And as I said, two of them are doctors one's an MBA and those are expensive places oh bloody hell yes <laughs> we were familiar <laughs> with that um, so am I to understand that your partner never contributed at all or your ex-partner should you say your ex-husband never contributed anything at all towards his his, his and yours your children's uh, education coming for not at all yeah no no and you know what honestly go I have no regrets because I can sit here proudly and say you know what I did it Yes, you I can. You're a proud mama. You're a proud mama. Yeah. I I cannot tell you the feeling, how elated you feel when you do something knowing that you did it on your own. Mm-hmm. That's not to say, you know, the universe will not provide you co-creators because it always does. Yes. Right. I do believe. And this is where I always say you have to ask the right questions and the right answers will come. Exactly. It's not about... You know, it's not about why can't I do it? It's how. And believe me, the answers do come. And I mean, even when COVID, I mean, everybody's talking about COVID, 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 COVID. What are they doing with that time? What are you doing with that time is the answer or is that the question that you should be asking? I know people who have watched reruns of a program for the last three years. I have a lady who's watching a program. She's actually one of my tenants. I don't even know the name of the show. She said it's like 2,500 episodes. And I saw her the other day. She's only on number 32. And I said, are you intending to watch the 2,500 episodes? 2,500? Yes. It's some drama in Turkish or something. I I honestly don't even know the name because I hardly watch TV. 2,500 episodes. Oh, it must be Ertugul. Yes, yes, yes. Ertugul. What is it? Yeah, it, it, there's a there's a Turkish drama that's really good, really good, and it's that's got something. That's the one that probably. Yeah, it's, 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 it's got it's got crazy number of episodes. But yes, I I mean I'm intending to watch that. But then there's a there's a I've watched all of them, but there's I don't watch much TV. But that's because that has a religious connotation to it. There's a religious oh. background, and, it, and it's, it's got historical, you know, with the with Islamic history plus the Turkish history. So it's got that 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 backdrop to it. So that's. Why. Oh. I don't know which one it is I don't I wouldn't even be able to tell you even if you said the name I wouldn't know it Mm -hmm. but she's only on number 32 
to me, and I'm not saying don't watch TV half an hour, hour. We oh, all yeah, need to yeah. have fun. That's, that's totally fine. But to sit down and watch three hours, four hours, five hours of TV when you Every could be day. doing yeah. something with your mind. So when COVID began and everybody was out of work, everybody was at home, 10 hours, you're ready to pull your hair out. That's why I lost so much. <laughs> <laughs> I actually... All like all the learnings that I've had from real estate in the last 12 years, I put it into an online program. Mm -hmm. I actually wrote a program and I called it the No Money Down Academy because most of my properties that I have purchased, I have done it with very little or no money of my own. Mm -hmm. So then I came out with this program and which we launched about three months ago now. And how's that going? It's going awesome. It's going amazing. Um, and again, I'll go back to how you attract the right people. So I declared, I'm going to use the word, mm -hmm. to the universe that I want to do a program online because I, I don't want to do this. Um, like I don't think I could host a meeting every month, rent a hotel room and all that stuff, right? And I thought kind of online would be nice. And once I declared, I was at a real estate meeting again at one of the clubs that I belong to. And um, I met this guy who is who shoots videos and stuff, okay? Mm -hmm. And he just happened to be sitting next to me. And we're talking and I said, oh, this is what I'm doing. Or like, what do you do? Like, you know, just regular chitter chatter. And uh, he goes to me, I'll record it for you for free. Okay. I was like, I need to take your temperature. Seriously, <laughs> not joking, right? And uh, he goes, no, seriously. I said, okay, young, like, you know, young child, not child, but whatever. Like mm -hmm. he was shooting videos and stuff. Okay. So then I had an um, interview, like a YouTube interview. And again, this is again, one of my mentors who was saying, um, he was hosting interviews, like, you know, expert interviews and stuff. So he did an interview with me. And at the end of it, I said, I would like to um, invite 20 people to ask, basically to do a survey and see what they would like to see in that course. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of people pop through and stuff. And then this girl um, came through and I'm asking her questions. This took about 45 minutes. And I said, in exchange, I'll give you an hour of my time. You know, just ask me any questions kind of thing. And she goes, um, oh, I can be your VA. And again, I'm like, do I need to take your temperature? <laughs> So she ended up working with me. He ended up working with me and all together, like, obviously I made them partners now, but for the 10 months that we were working on the program, I didn't have to come out with any money out of my pocket. And again, no money. Right. And so once you declare, and I think that's the most important piece, once you know what you want and you make a declaration to the universe, universe will provide. I promise you I guarantee you that I love that I love that and on that note we're going to come to a close so what would be your uh, parting word of wisdom for everybody in Sadhana what would you say to people if someone's listening to this and says, is thinking yeah I've always really wanted to get into real estate but I haven't really had the time or I don't have the money I don't have the credit I have bad credit what would you say to someone who's, who's coming out with all these excuses of not to entry into real estate they are exactly that. They are excuses. So first of all, I would say start by believing in yourself. And second is to start to get the knowledge. And third, I have this slide on when I do a presentation. It's called imperfect action is better than no action. Take action. 
Love that. Thank you so much, Sadna. Sadna, so where can we find you? Where can we connect you? And we obviously, but for those listening, we're going to have Sadna back on the Money Talkie segment. She's going to talk us through and give us some golden nuggets from her wisdom about real estate and how to have um, how to buy property with no money down. But we'll do that on the Money Talkie segments very, very soon. But for now, Sadna, when, where and how can we connect with you online? Uh, because my name is so hard to pronounce, my mentor gave me a name. It's Single Mom Millionaire. So it's singlemommillionaire.com. That's one thing. And then they can also reach me on Facebook, LinkedIn. And then the program is called www.thenomoneydownacademy.com. So anywhere you can find me. Wonderful. And the, the links that Sadna has just mentioned will be, so depending on where, how you um, listen to this uh, podcast, if you're, what, if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes or any of the other mediums, you'll find all the details in the show notes. All the links will be in the show notes. If you're watching on YouTube, then down below, we have all the links in the description section. So please do check it out. And like I said, um, I'm sure you agree with me. Sadna is such an inspiration, such a wonderful, warm, gorgeous soul. And not only has she done phenomenally well with her entrepreneurial journey, but as a person, I know her, I know her personally, she is phenomenal and lovely and such a joy to see her grow. So thank you so much, Sadna, for being a guest with us. We'll have you back on my talkies very, very soon. And for those listening, thank you so Thank you so much, Sadna. And for those listening, thank you so much for joining me today. I will be back on another money on another Friday feature segment with another inspirational person sharing how they change their life by changing their mindset. Stay tuned until the next time we meet. This is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Take care and bye for now.